0: listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Bayless with Envision Advisors, and I am going solo again today. Chris is uh, still on vacation, so I hope he's having a great time there. But I just wanted to talk about some realizations that I had while doing a renovation recently, actually two renovations. Um, we had two pretty major renovations going on in the summer, not necessarily planned. I guess one was partially planned, the other one not really. Um, so I think it was good to kind of brush off the cobwebs uh, for for my renovation uh, knowledge because it's been a few years since I've undertaken um, wanted to just kind of go in and share some of the, the things that I've learned this summer and just kind of, uh, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind when, uh, when you're doing your renovation on your rent, rental properties. So we got five tips that I want to share with everyone. So the first one, um, so for those of you listening on the podcast, I do have pictures, so you may want to check out the YouTube video. The blog will have the photos as well, but, um, I I have a picture of the same bathroom. On the left we have a older bathtub. It's it's quite large, has lots of uh ridges in it. I'm I'm not sure. I guess that was the style back then. And then we have just, you know, some regular tiles. They've they've seen better days. Uh we did a glaze um a couple years ago and the glaze is starting to show its age. So we went ahead and wanted to just totally redo everything and we'll go into this um in more detail once uh, we're doing a different YouTube channel um, on on this in detail, but just kind of going into the specifics of this particular uh, realization that we had is that when you go behind the walls in any renovation, you're probably going to find a surprise. Um, I think it was a little naive of of myself to think that I wasn't going to find a surprise. I figured oh it'd be easy just you know swap out tile, swap out a tub. No, unfortunately, that it was not as straightforward as that. Um, when the contractor removed the tiles and tub uh, to make way for this, uh, you know, on the on the right side of this photo, the more modern style uh, tub and tile that we have here, um, apparently there was no backer board uh, in which the older tiles were installed on. So that made a delay in the construction, of course, because the, the contractor then had to peel back, um, you know, everything that kind of uh, got damaged in the process of removing those tiles and then put up the backer board and, you know, do things the right way. And I think that it's really just kind of one of those situations where when the work was originally done, that was probably the correct way to do it. Um, But in today's standards, um, you know, it's appropriate to put tiles on backer board. Um, So it's just one example of when we thought, the solution would be straightforward but when you kind of peel back the layers you know this is an old home um you're going to find more things that weren't done to today's standards so you have to take a pause rewind and you know take a couple steps back and and do it right uh this time um and then kind of on in that same vein um <laughs> we've noticed that for both houses if uh there is a leak there's probably more leaks. Um, it, you know, basically any sort of water source is kind of an interesting situation, especially uh, on the house that we're doing right now. Um, the bathroom is adjacent to the laundry room. I'm guessing whoever installed the plumbing in that home didn't do a great job uh, at one point, and it was just lots of lots of uh, you know corroded uh, plumbing material. We had to take care of all of that to. To prevent any uh, future issues on that, so just kind of wanted to to highlight that. So moving on, I learned a really big difference between a yard mow versus a cleanup versus an overhaul. So in this photo on the left, uh, for those of you that are just listening, it looks. Um, like a jungle in the yard, unfortunately. And then on the right, uh, we had someone do a really nice job. They cleaned up the yard and put uh, lay down mulch. So it looks much nicer um, now that they spent a few days taking care of that. Um, So when you get from the mowing to the cleanup uh, to an overhaul, which is what I'm gonna show in a minute, that's when things start to change in terms of, of price and effort. So mowing and cleanup, that's, you know, kind of reasonable um, in terms of, of time and, and effort. But once you do an overhaul, that's when things get a little bit different. And that's kind of new for us. I'm not sure that we've done an overhaul um, for any of our properties until we we did one this summer. So... I have a photo where we did an overhaul on on our property. It's a 120-year-old home. So that also means that it has 120 years worth of debris um, hidden just beneath the surface. So that was kind of news to us. So um, over on the left, you can see that there are like massive dirt mountains that we have over here. Um, you know, luckily over on the right, it looks really nice. Um now they just laid down rock. But um apparently to be able to get the yard even, they had to, you know, rototill and just kind of dig up and in the course of doing that, they unearthed lots of like old brick and trash and wires and all sorts of annoying things. Um, so just kind of keep that in the back of your mind that, you know, um, there might've been a better way to go about doing this, but I think kind of once we got, uh, too far down and, you know, down the path of, of doing it this way by, you know, getting the the ground level, um, impact and then putting the rocks on top, that's, Kind of how this ended up being. Um, so, as I mentioned, you know, the landscaper ended up scooping up 120 years worth of debris, um, we'll say that. And uh, we ended up with three giant dirt piles. So, this ended up turning into a bit, bit of a saga, actually. It was something that we were not expecting to have to deal with. I never would have thought that piles of dirt would had gotten under my skin so much, but um, definitely did. So um, we have three giant piles, two are outside the yard, one are inside the yard. Um, It was very difficult to find anyone who is willing to take on the project of removing the dirt piles. I had no idea that that was a difficult task. It definitely is a very difficult uh, task to find someone who has the proper equipment and is willing to do it. And I guess most importantly knows where to put it, because I learned that all trash is not created equal, and there is a certain you know disposal rules for all sorts of trash, and when they're inter intermixed, like in this case, um, it presents a difficult situation. so um just kind of going through kind of our saga on this uh, the first pile, um, we, we paid someone who said that they would be able to take all three of them out. They only took one out and then we never heard from them again. So that was, that's a bit of a sore subject. Um, and then we found someone who took a look at the remaining two piles. They said that they would be able to take care of, of those, but they were unfortunately only able to take care of the interior pile, which um, you know we were thankful for that, they were very helpful in kind of directing us uh, for the next steps for the for the third and final pile um, so that that you know at least got us on the right path um, and then for that last pile, we were able to find someone who thankfully needed infill for for land um, that they owned, so they they took that and put it in their land so that there wasn 't uh, the issue of, I guess the the trash and disposal issues that everyone else was was uh, up against. So um, yeah, never thought that three piles of dirt would be so difficult, but definitely was. Um, so just kind of keep that in mind um, if you're going to undergo a landscaping project. You know, consider the the cleanup versus the overhaul. Um, I would probably just try to go for a cleanup um, subsequently to this because this was a giant pain in the butt. So, going on to the next um, topic. Um, so right now uh, I'm showing a photo of the same home um, and really just kind of emphasizing the fact that just changing out your paint and your flooring does wonders um, to a project. So on the left i have uh you know remnants of a of a wood wall we got a blood red wall all sorts of weird stuff going on on the left um flooring that ripped up carpet and all that good stuff then on the right painted walls and laminate floors so nothing really of substance um you know changed in, in these two photos, except for the fact that we painted the walls and laid down new flooring. Um, so it's, it's a uh, very interesting how big of an improvement that can, that can do to a home. It just changes the whole kind of aesthetic to a home. And if you're on a tight budget, I really recommend considering um, yeah, paint and floor. if If you had to prioritize in terms of like projects to undertake. So the next photo here, I have a picture of beautiful backsplash that we have. <laughs> um, very expensive backsplash that we have. Uh, so basically it is a, a hexagon, a white hexagon pattern with, um, you know, dark gray grout. I thought that I was so smart by finding this tile because it's very modern. It's very sleek. Um, it was moderately cheap. I think it was about $2 a sheet. Um, And I thought, oh, this is going to be the perfect backsplash product. Well, I totally failed to consider the fact that, yes, on the material side of things, that that was um, a very good deal. But I did not consider the fact that there's the labor piece to it as well. So for those of you that are able to see this photo you can see that the tile is extremely tiny and intricate. And my contractor had to saw each and every one of those pieces to fit. I have no idea how they did that. Um, it would have taken me you know, a year to figure that out. Thankfully it didn't take them that long. Um, But it definitely tacked on uh, quite a bit extra to my overall budget for the kitchen um, because of the labor piece to it, because it took them probably three days longer than they thought that they were going to have to take um, had I picked out a better uh, or I guess an easier tile. So next time I will just pick a subway tile and be done with it um, and, and, you know, consider labor and materials as a as a package um, opposed to just looking at the materials. So that was a mistake on my part. Definitely learned my lesson on that. And then the next one is not necessarily um, something that I've learned on a renovation, but I think that it's something that I learned in terms of self management um, that I highly, highly recommend to. Everyone who's self managing out there, and that is to get a 3D tour taken of your property. Um, We always, you know, our team, we use 3D tours for our listings, but I don't know why I never thought of it to take one for a rental property until fairly recently. Um, So we've had a couple of turnovers this year, and um, I went ahead and bit the bullet for getting um, professional photos taken of the property and for a small upcharge i think it was less than a hundred dollars i was able to do an add-on feature of getting a 3d tour and basically what this does is it allows the potential tenants to um see like drag their mouse and look all around the home. They're able to um, do a virtual walk of the home so they can see how it's laid out much better than you can from piecing together photos, that sort of thing. Um, I think there's like a measurement tool in there so they can see, oh, is this room too small? Is this not going to work for me? Um, so it's worked really well, especially, you know, um, in these times you don't want uh, a, a lot of people over to your properties. Um, if... They're not really interested. Um, so I think that it's really good, um, especially being able to cut down on questions. So that's one of the first things that it's, it's in the listing itself, but then when people inquire, um, one of the first things we do is say, hey, make sure you check out this 3D tour first. It will answer... So many questions that it saves time as you know self management um, on that end you don 't have to answer the same question a hundred times. Um, people can take a look at it and really decide for themselves, yes, this fits what i 'm looking for. No, this is not the house for me so um, I highly highly recommend it 's a really cheap um, option, and I think that it's um, very very helpful so I'm, I'm glad that we started doing that this year. I will probably do it on every turnover from now on, um, just so that I have that on record and, you know, people can take a look and I don't have to answer the same questions a hundred times. So, um, you know, of course, after they take a look at that, we then require pre-screening questions to show them the home in person, um, just, you know, as another layer of making sure that everyone is the right fit for everyone in that case. Um, so yeah, thanks for sticking, sticking through this with me. I'm kind of going through what I have learned this summer in the course of doing some of these rehabs. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. It's Jenny at envisionrea.com. All right. Talk soon.